and salutations, sports fans. It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic, and... Timmy B. All right, we are excited, at least I'm excited, sort of excited, because the Cavs won, but um, half a day, CNMI, we definitely want to say half a day. Oh, yes, Timmy, guess what? Day, Our numbers went up in Northern Marianas really? Islands. We had oh, 200 yeah. listeners oh, yeah. last last podcast from nice, nice. the Marianas Islands. So that All is right. our thank, highest thank numbers you, in this region thank ever. Yes, shout listen, out to LA you, though, because y'all y'all still holding us down. So shout out to LA. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. LA, keep holding us down, y'all. We love y'all. Keep on listening to the Game One podcast. We love you. Thank yes, you. Yes, yes. Um, so got a lot to go over. Obviously, we, we're mm-hmm. going to talk about re- recap game seven. Also want to talk a little bit right. about the draft and our players to watch as far as that is concerned. And then, of course, uh, let's let's go into round two. So um, I was telling Timmy earlier, being out here on Saipan, the game came on at 3 a.m. here. And we had Yeah, time, I was still asleep. <laughs> right? Knocked out. Um, so... Mm. Cause what time did it come on in LA? It came on in LA at about um what, ten o'clock I think. In the morning. No, yeah, well, no, it actually came on at, came on like at a, eleven I think. In if the morning. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, in the morning, definitely, yeah, in the morning. Okay. It wasn't that night. <laughs> for sure. I was gonna say because that's. But yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. so yeah, so I I woke up, watched the game. I watched. I didn't see all of it because my mind just. I couldn't. It's three o'clock in the morning, y'all. Don't judge me. Um, so I, I ended up watching the last four minutes of it. And um, I just want to recap a little bit because um, Skip Bayless, for those of you who follow me on Instagram, I had posted his tweet because he was like, oh, LeBron better not say he didn't get any help because, you know, he definitely got help in game seven. I tweeted him back and I said, yeah, but, you know, the help he got, everyone on the Cavs is like that picture that you have to squint really, really hard at before you oh. can see it. And then and then if you blink, they go away. You know that meme that's out? That uh, lady with her hands on her knees and she's like squinting and looking down and like, like she's looking at uh, something small. Yes. You ever seen that meme? Yes, <laughs> yes. That's, that's yeah. a... That is the Cavs right now because mm. we come and go. We come, we come and go. Um yeah that game it's, though i will go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say uh there's a few things that i wanted to point out about that about this whole series though mm-hmm. like this whole series it seemed like the third quarter was like kryptonite for y'all like you guys didn't mm-hmm. like the Cavs didn't want to play on the third quarter mm-hmm. you had three you had about four I, I see five games where there were three quarter third quarter drop-offs you know what yeah. i mean where the Pacers outscored, you know, Pacers. I mean, Pacers outscored the Cavs by a lot. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's a key in a game, especially in the series. You got to mm-hmm. have a good third. You definitely do. You you have to have a consistent four quarters, in my opinion, when, when you get to the playoffs. Now, when you are in the regular season, you can have a hit or miss quarter here and there. But when mm-hmm. you're in the playoffs, this is a different level of play. You have to play – all four quarters because it's going to get progressively worse. Round right. two is going to be harder than round one, you know? So it, it's extremely frustrating to me. Also, fun fact, you guys, um, with the exception of game four, which LeBron scored 32 points, the Cavs only won when LeBron scored more than 40. So game two, he scored 46, game five, 44, and then game seven, 45. So... 
That's a lot See, of damn like, points. And he has to score all those points for y'all to win. That's what I'm saying. That's like, what, and so know, here's the other fun fact. The only other person who's averaging double digits as far as scoring is Kevin Love, and he's only averaging 11. So when y'all say that LeBron got help, can you can you maybe revisit the stats first before uh, you say he, that? He, he gets just very asking. little help. He I'm gets just very asking. little help. Like he's the, he doesn't even get the the maximum help that he deserves. I mean, right. he go he goes out every game and drops four damn near forty points a game. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say it like that. He damn near mm-hmm. scores over forty points a game. And for your for your teammates to only give you like maybe 12 to maybe 17 points and not even 20, yeah. you know, it's, especially if you are Kevin Love, you know, Kevin Love, he had 14 points. Like that's, that's okay, but it's not what he's supposed to have. He's not supposed mm-hmm. to have just 14, you know, for a game like Tristan Thompson, he played big like that, that game. Yeah, he did. I can, I can see that from Tristan with 15. Yeah, he did, but he should, he's been, he's well rested. He didn't play the whole series. Really. Right. So, right. you know, he should play so, well. Yeah, he should play well. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know, you still have J.R. Smith and you have Kevin Love who can't even get you to at least 20. You yeah, know so, what I mean? So J.R. Smith and, and, and Kyle Cover, I'm going to give Kevin Love a pass just because he's averaging double digits, but it's 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 high school double digits. I averaged 10 when I was playing, and y'all, I was not good, okay? just I'm just throwing it out there. But um, um, <laughs> Kyle Cover, first game scored no points, second game 12, third game no points, second game, uh, or I'm sorry, third and fourth game 18 and 19. How, how does that happen? How you, how you go from scoring that's no incons- points to 18, in- 19? That's inconsistent. That's, that's what all I'm it saying. is. It's being inconsistent. Like there, there's no reason why you should have that type of game. I mean, you shoot threes most of the time when you right. play. So right. you can't knock down a three. You feel me? You 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 can't even least pinch. <laughs> I mean, in the saying? last game, that's all he did and, knock down. In game seven, he scored one three pointer. Yeah. Again, and, I need y'all and, to and revisit that game the stats. Y'all lost by two. The game yep. we lost by two, he just had to hit one. He, that's all he had to hit, and like he, he didn't. Just had to get one. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, so it it's very, it's very inconsistent for me, and it's, it's, it's troubling for me because do I think that LeBron, LeBron would have to go in just for the sake of his rest? He would have to go in and score over forty points the first four games so he could close out the series. And then rest. He, you would literally have to sweep the Raptors, which we both know that's not going to happen. But yeah. <laughs> you would have to sweep the Raptors off top so you can rest because he playing. Right. He played. He played forty three of forty five or of forty eight minutes, but he's averaging forty two minutes a game. Come on, y'all. There's only forty eight in it. What are doing right? It's like, what are you guys doing? Like, and especially when he's on the bench too. It's like there are no players who can step up and keep the lead. Like, if you have mm-hmm. a lead, you got to be careful because they can be taken away quick. The bench players and everybody that supports the uh, LeBron and the Cavs, it's, they don't get it done when it's time to. And I, I want to also point out, too, it's like you can tell that the Pacers were a better team, you Absolutely. know, as, as, as playing together because you had Oladipo with 30 points and 12 rebounds. You had Darren Collison with 23 points. And you had you had Thaddeus Young with 14 points. So that, that that lets you know right there you have two players who can get you in double digits and actually get you tw- in, in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Well, the you Pacers know, had six players that were averaging double digits through that series. We only had two. Two. See, you can't you you can't two. get it done like that. So <laughs> you, cannot, 
Two. <laughs> Man, you can't. That that's not going to get it done in the playoffs. I'm sorry. If it's you're the not. Cavaliers, and you know you were you were coming off of uh you know a you know you lost to the Warriors, but coming off of a, a championship type type of season, you can't play with those type of numbers where you have two players having exactly. double digits. Like that that it's now that has to, it's embarrassing. Definitely, it embarrassing. is embarrassing. Um, yeah. Real quick though, I don't think I'm just so frustrated because it's just like I'm I'm just I'm just thinking in my mind about the Raptors and what we're about to face. And there's no way like mm -hmm. we could potentially get swept if we play because like you said, Indiana Pacers were overall, hands down, the better team in this series. LeBron beat the Pacers and he said it. He was like, I'm gonna play the whole game. There's but mm -hmm. here's the other thing, and here's where if anyone wants to challenge he's always gonna be the GOAT to me. When I say that, it's it's Jordan, LeBron. That's how my goat list goes, and then Kobe. But, okay. Um, okay. but <laughs> you know, but he's he's my goat. You know what I mean? Because he's the one right. that I that I've been riding with. You know. So, mm -hmm. um, here here's where I would if somebody said this exact phrase to me, not not about the rings, because y'all know I'm a numbers person anyway, and LeBron's got right. all the numbers. But if if somebody would actually look at this series as a whole, there were moments. Now, it could be just because, especially because I watched the game at least twice, it could be because mm -hmm. I'm zoning in on him that I see this. But there are times where I literally feel like LeBron has this look on his face where I'm, I'm, I'm going to let y'all do this. I'm going to let y'all see what y'all can do without mm -hmm. me. And he kind of pulls back. And he's, not, he's right. not LeBron. He's not taking charge as much as he would he's just a different kind of let me see what y'all gonna do and nobody does mm -hmm. anything and then it's like you said then the fourth quarter comes around and lebron's like okay y'all ain't gonna do nothing here i come but now you got this right. whack-ass right. third quarter and it's too late way you know too I mean? late way too late you get there was a time where you guys got outscored by a lot like uh, it like was game six points. yeah game six you, you guys got outscored 35 to 20 mm-hmm that's like insane. That that is that's insane. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean for for that to be in the playoff game. Yeah. You know, they, they just has to be. They just have to play better. That's all it is. Especially this next round, the Raptors aren't going to be. Uh, actually, the Raptors are a better team than the Pacers. If you ask me. Oh yeah, absolutely, hands they, down, they a better score, team. They, have, they actually have the same amount of scoring ability as the Pacers. Yeah. So yeah. So it's, it's 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 you know it's gonna be one of those things your girl gonna be over here in in, in uh, on Saipan struggling yeah we're gonna have to find you some ramchata fast ramchata you know. I need some ramchata yeah. um, but just just so we understand though um because you know Jr that's I love to shout his name I, I don't think I've shouted his name mm. this whole Jr is only averaging eight points a game um, yeah, Cal Cole is averaging nine. You guys, please look at the numbers before you say <laughs> LeBron has me up. It's pissing me off. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I mean, a lot of you know, a lot of critics are going to always say that you know LeBron needs a supporting cast. He needs, you know, he needs this. He needs that. And clearly, he needs that. But it's like you know, there's going to be a time to where that has to, you know, that has to just stop. Those words of, of a supporting cast has to stop because players, the players that he brings in, right, the players he brings in are just are just not are not producing. So there's no really a supporting cast. They're just players. 
Yeah, <laughs> and there's still a lot of standing around and watching. There was w- one play in the fourth quarter that I got extremely irritated on, but the, the commentators loved it. But um, LeBron was guarding Oladipo. Oladipo shot a three. Um, LeBron went and got the rebound. How am I guarding this dude and got to get the rebound too? Where are y'all at? And And my question to that is, why are you not hustling? Nobody's hustling. It's like you did you box out? I'm pretty sure nobody probably boxed out on the play. But it's like, okay, where where's the hustle? They seem like they're playing in regular season. Exactly. They're stuck back in the eighty two not... game season. Like they don't want to This is not a good look. I don't know, you know, really what to say, but it's just not a good look. Yeah. Um Yeah. So let's uh <laughs> Before we get into our players to watch, I do want to real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, we drafted, um, oh goodness, Vander. Oh Lord, what is this? What is our oh, first round to, pick? Please do. You want me to say his name? Yes. His Lord. name is late. His name is Leighton Vander Esch. Esch. Okay. Esch. Yeah. Esch. Okay. Yeah, Leighton you... Vander Esch. Uh, Vander Esch. Um, how yeah. do you feel about how do you, his highlight reel looks great? Um, how do yeah, you feel I about like him? Um, for uh, for him being a linebacker in a position that we need, of course, he mm-hmm. plays like the he plays like the attitude and level of Sean Lee and Luke Keekley from the mm-hmm. uh, Panthers. And you know, uh, he has he has that act for the ball, like he wants to make the play. He's a huge run stopper. That's what I've seen in this video that he can stop the run. And he's very uh, versatile, very mobile. You can put him in different spots in the linebacker position. You can mm-hmm. put him in the mic, put him in the Sam. You can put him in the wheel spot. You know, you can always uh, float uh, linebackers around that have those type of abilities. And mm-hmm. I think that's gonna. I think he's gonna be pretty good. Well, for our team, he's good. Like they made the right choice for our team because you already know we get those players that fit the team. It's like, we don't get right. the athletic players. We don't get the ones that are freaks of nature. You know what right. I'm saying? We get the ones that are fitting for the Dallas Cowboys, which, you know, I don't, I don't really even like to say that because of the, how, how we play. Like we get that type of player every mm-hmm. year. We get that mm-hmm. average type of player that fits the team. So Vander yeah. S is a good pick. I like Vander S. Okay. Pick. Then our second pick was um, Connor Williams. He's an offensive tackle. Or guard, guard. He's a guard from from yes. Texas. How yes. how you feel about him? That pick is wonderful because, as you know, our offensive lineman gave up five sacks that one game mm. in one game. And, yeah, to one player. <laughs> so you know, we we addressed that. <laughs> we addressed that fast, and yeah. old boy is off the team. So you know, mm-hmm. we uh. We uh put we put Connor Williams right there at, at, at the guard spot next to uh, Tyron Smith, and um, Leo Collins can actually you know float back and forth now that we have Connor Williams at, at guard spot. So they have to decide whether they want to keep Leo Collins at right tackle or put him back over at left guard, which is his natural position. So you know that that's going to be uh, interesting to find out what they do. So that that was a great pick. I like like that. We have, we got depth now. Um. The third pick was Michael Gallup. He's a wide receiver from Colorado State. Yeah. What? yeah. I didn't go to Colorado State. I went to see okay. you, but it's still Colorado, so <laughs> shouts. Um, All right. How do we feel about that? Uh, I like that pick, too. I've seen his video, seen his film. You know, he has a knack for the ball. He wants to go up there and get it at the highest point. And he has the, uh, the size of Des Bryant. 
you know, the, the speed of Des Bryant as well. And they were saying that this is going to be, you know, our, our Des replacement. So it's, it's going to be, uh, you know, a huge question mark right there to see if he can fill those shoes. But, um, I, I, I like, I like Gallup. I think he's going to get some good reps. And of course, you know, uh, they, they deemed him or they, they deemed him as Dak friendly. So, you know, I think the definition of Dak friendly is a slow paced offense. I was going to say, stay close and pay attention. Yeah, stay close. <laughs> Sit, sit right there next mm-hmm. to me. I'm about to go through this offense, and you know, mm-hmm. don't 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 go too far down the field because I can't throw it too far down yeah, the field. Stay close. And, stay close. And, you know, uh, run your routes right. Run them. Mm-hmm. Run them precise. You know. Mm-hmm. So I guess I guess that that friendly offense is going to be uh, something that we are going to have to see if see what works because they're they, we added all of these receivers and all of these players to see you know what fits for Dak. So mm-hmm. you know, this is one of those trial and error type of seasons. Now we did send Ryan Switzer packing. Um, yes. And, yes. Okay. That was a that was an All emphatic right. yes. Did y'all hear yes. that? <laughs> yes. The reason why I say it's yes, and I'm gonna just say it real quick, is because we have another guy that we well, we got a guy that we brought in, which is Tavon Austin from that trade, and he can come in immediately and return punts and return kicks and, and be our Lance Dunbar and and Lucky Whitehead, as you want to say. But um, with yeah, yeah, Lucky was dope, but okay, but for Switzer, it's just that he just don't fit. He, he don't fit because of Cole Beasley. We have him still, and then you know we try to put Switzer back in there to return punches. And it's just like I, I, I think we just didn't have enough time to you know work with Switzer, so we got somebody in Tavon Austin who can come right in and just work it. So you know that was a, and we actually got a defensive uh, lineman out of the deal too. We did also in the fifth round draft a quarterback. Do you think that means anything or do you think that's just a safety net? Um, to me, I think that quarterback pick was a safety net. It was a safety net because, uh, number one, as you know, Dak Prescott is, you know, our quarterback. So you have to think about that part right there. And number two, uh, you know, Cooper Rush. You only have two backup quarterbacks. I mean, we have only one backup quarterback. So, you know, it would be nice to see if you can throw somebody in there who can, you know, compete with Cooper and see if he can get this, uh, you know, second string quarterback solidified. And I looked at his uh, video, too. Mike White can throw the deep ball. He's accurate with that. Western Kentucky, yeah, a guy from Western Kentucky, you know, he's he, he's he's good with that. Got a good arm. So um, it's going to be interesting, of course, uh, uh, again, to see what they do with the competition with the quarterback. So. They play the safe. That's because we need one. So let's go on. Timmy and I are going to close this out with uh, who our players to watch are from this NFL draft. Timmy, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to let you start this one off. All right. Um, for our Cowboys, I would say um, to play. I didn't to pick watch. anyone from the Cowboys as a, as a player to watch, but okay. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, well then, well, then let me go and just restart. Represent. This over represent. And, yeah. Let me just say. I think the player to watch out of this whole draft will probably be Saquon Barkley. Okay. Okay, because that okay, that's yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, I know he's with the Giants right now, and you know we're we're rivals, but um, just be on the lookout for what Saquon Barkley does because they got an offensive line up there now. They they added some players in the draft. You know, they're they're uh, you know putting some things together. So he's a very good runner. You know, Big Ten. You know, play. 
played next to, uh, well, on the other opposite side of Ezekiel Elliott against the opposing teams with Ohio State. So he knows what's up. That's why Ezekiel te- texted him and tweeted him and was like, you know, I'll see you twice. This, I'll see you twice again this year. So you know, that's going to be something to watch out for. So it's going to be Saquon Barkley for me. Mm-hmm. He was definitely um, on my list, but I decided to go another route. I decided to go instead of going with like the sheer talent of people. Um, I'm just kind of going for the underdogs as well. One of them I'm going for an underdog. The other one I'm, I kind of want him to crash and burn. That's why I'm watching him. But um, mm-hmm. one of them, um, and I'm going to do my best, y'all. Y'all know how I am with names. But I think it's Shaquem Griffin. Shaquem Griffin. No. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He is Sorry, my play- I call him Nub. That's the mm-hmm. homie. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to call him Nub because he's like, like that's something that I just kept in my mind, man. The homie yeah. called him Nub. Yeah. I'm <laughs> if you if you if you don't know his story it's on my facebook go check it out it is so inspirational you know and him he has a twin brother um and you know the twin brother is is great athletic as well but when the twin brother left college then you know you could tell that they only kept him you know on the field because of his brother and then they dropped him right. to the practice squad and then ultimately right. let him go um, because he only yeah. has, so he has, you know, he has both arms, but he only has one mm. fully functioning hand. Um, he right. was born with a genetic disorder. And I thought, like, especially if you see the um, little inspirational thing, I, I don't know, who, it, the NFL made it. Because mm. there's a lot of kids who are born with this. And so they're either born with, like, half a limb or part of a limb missing. Um, there's right. one girl in the video who has no arms, but she's a soccer player. Another girl mm. who, you know, her her leg stopped at the knee, but she's a swimmer. Um, so mm-hmm. I just really, really, really am rooting for this guy to get a starting spot, you oh, know, yeah. and just really go out there and wreck shop. Because, I mean, obviously, if you have certain disabilities, you can't make it into the NFL. But if you have right. a disability like this, that yeah. you might just have to work extra hard, but you can do mm-hmm. it. I really right, want him right. to make it because I want him to be able Me to too. inspire young kids um, yeah. Shoot, young, old ass adults. Everybody Just, can yeah, you know, yes, be inspired right. by this right. tale of you can overcome anything. You anything. know what I mean? So yeah, I am exactly. he. I am pulling for him so hard, so oh, hard. Yeah, me too. And so once I once that I seen that. Yeah, I seen that he got drafted. I was like, oh, he's playing next to his brother, just yeah. like you, just like it always been. It's like yeah. you know that's that's awesome, you know. Yeah. And Pete Carroll to give him a chance, you know. And I think Shaquille was already, you know, having that in his mind, like you know, there's not going to be any team that's going to pick my brother up. Right. Now, he already had that worst case scenario going through his mind, so he just, you know, gave, you know, probably begged and pleaded with Carroll, like you know, just 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 call him up, man, just give him a chance. So. I am going to definitely watch out for Shaquem. And one thing, too, is you have to think about this. He only has one hand. So right. watch and then watching his film, he's a tackling machine. Yeah, because you when you watch his film, hand. you don't know. You don't know. Right. Like, you have to take right. a step back and be like, hold up. I thought this was a guy with one hand. Oh, crap, right. it is a guy with one hand. Right. <laughs> because and then, he's out you know, there doing <laughs> it. Man, he's handling business. And for... Uh, people how and for people how to teach you how to tackle and rap because mm-hmm. you know people people with two hands can't even hit and rap exactly but he's got one hand and he's out there hitting and wrapping you up where you exactly. can't go down 
That's, he is that has textbook to be tackling people. Textbook Thank tackling. You. And he's Thank proving you. that the textbook tackling method is better because he's not missing tackles. Learn, people. Learn. Most of his... Uh, I think most of his reps will come in special teams for the, these first few, uh, you know, these first few weeks, and they're going to probably yeah. move around. Well, we definitely, uh, me and Timmy both seem to be rooting for you, so yeah. shout out Shouts to you. Out um, and then, Timmy, who's your second player to watch? Um, the quarterback from the Cardinals that they picked up, Josh Rosen. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, you're going to look, look out for him, you know, and the way that he, you know, uh, speaks in his interviews, he was upset that he was upset that he got picked so low. You know, he was saying to everybody, you know, like uh, they made eight mistakes before me, you know, pick, picking these uh, guys before me and wants to show he wants to show and prove that, you know, uh, these eight, the eight teams that passed him up, you know, are, are going to be sorry. So, uh, you know, Josh Rosen, I think is going to be uh, it's going to be a quarterback to look out for. Okay, my my second pick is also a quarterback, but I'm not picking him because I like him. I am picking him because mm -hmm. I don't I told y'all for those of y'all who follow me on Facebook, stop accepting fake apologies. Um and Josh oh, yeah. Josh Allen um, was mm -hmm. drafted seventh overall. The Buffalo Bills actually traded up to get him. Um, but this young man, and see here's the thing, people always uh, he when he was between um, 2012 and 2013, he made racist tweets, and he said things like, "It if ain't it if if it ain't white, it ain't right." right. He also mm -hmm. um, used the N word. And see, here's the thing, white people, listen to me. I don't care if Rick Ross says it. You should you should be smart just, enough. Just don't you, say it. Just don't say just it. Don't just say don't it. say it. I have never. <laughs> I have heard gay people call each other the F word. I've never called the gay person that. You know why? Because I know better and I'm not stupid. So you shouldn't be stupid either. Now, he he has gone on to say, you know, I apologize. I was young. Um, that's not the person I yeah, am. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. not the person I was even when I made those tweets. I'm not that person. Let me tell you something. Um, so <laughs> if you feel bold enough to put that into print, trust and believe that's the person yeah. you are. Stop playing. I, I hope they start you. And I hope you cannot figure out your right foot from your left. I really do. Because I mm. am tired of us as black people accepting these fake apologies. When they said it, they meant it. What they don't mean mm. is this fake apology we're getting now. Stop Stop acting right. like you don't know that. Because right. we do know that. Right. And what the mm. Buffalo Bills have said, and here's, here's where I really get a problem, and here's where I almost went back into boycott mode, because here's what you said. What you said is Colin Kaepernick kneeling to try to bring attention to the social, economical, judicial injustices that face black people was wrong. He shouldn't have done that. Mm. But this little white boy can use the N-word. If y'all don't go straight to hell, like that is... They, they contradict every single day in this. And, and, and we let it happen. We let, let it, it happen. happen. And that's yeah. the thing. We let it happen. And I it, look, I know there's a lot of y'all that because black folks don't do this because we don't we don't want to mm -hmm. waste our money like that. But for those of y'all yeah. who 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 are of the Caucasian persuasion and want to prove that you are on team us, go buy you one of this little Josh Allen jerseys and burn it on YouTube. Mm -hmm. So. So yeah. I can know that so we know it. it's real. So I know that y'all so get it. So we know it's real, <laughs> right? And then my the one the tweet that I seen that made me upset was he said, "Just picked some cotton and made mm -hmm. my daddy a sandwich." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he, okay, he's a, so, he's a racist bastard, and I want him to fall yeah. flat on his face. Yeah, and yeah. I, I make no allowances for that. And these 
these defensive players got to know that he tweeted that. That's what I'm saying. That's these what I'm guys saying. Got to know. It's like I mean, if, the, if, if that's not fuel for you, like just go real. after this dude. Like Put I mean, him on his he's gotta back. Know he's 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 got to he's got to know that that one right. We're gonna watch out for him, and uh, and I'm I'm hoping that he he turns out to be a complete flop. That would just that would just make my day. Put a smile on your face. Put a smile on my face. But um, round one against the Cavs and the Raptors. That first game one is shoot. Is it tomorrow? I would say I would say tomorrow our time Mm -hmm. or my 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 day in the states is it is tomorrow. Yeah. So. Um, that's going to be the telltale game for me because I'm going to tell you right now, if LeBron here, – here's what needs to happen. I need LeBron to score like between 20 and 28 points and we win. If that happens, then I'll have some faith. If he has to score 40 mm-hmm. points and play 43 minutes – He's he's gonna he's still human, y'all. Like, come on, right. he's gonna get right. tired, and right. that is going to be a problem. It's gonna be a, a huge problem. problem. A huge mm-hmm. problem. They like Kevin Love. I said Kevin Love and Jr. Got to score at least twenty, man. I'm at least. You. At least. At 20. least. One of them got to score at least twenty. Something. Something. But yeah. can't nobody put no, no goose egg. This is what you should do. Everybody who puts up a goose egg from here on out, fired. That's what you should do. <laughs> they ain't coming That's back next season. Fired. Stay here. Yeah. If because uh-huh. they in Toronto, so just you know, mm-hmm. call somebody to pick you up. You can't even get on a plane <laughs> with us. No, <laughs> no subs either. Like we ain't bringing no subs to them. We just no gonna have we just gonna have a short team. Yeah, we gonna have to just make <laughs> LeBron doing it all right. anyway. He, he's yeah, guarding right. and going to get his own rebound. I mean, shoot. Man. So whatever. But uh, Timmy, tell everybody where they can find you. Find me on Instagram and Twitter. It's Timmy B. And find me on Facebook, Timothy Barnes Jr. Y'all holla, and we will holla back. Yes, yes. And follow me on all things social media at jraythefanatic or just log on to jraythefanatic.com. Don't forget to check us out every single week. Thank you guys again for listening, especially those of you in the CNMI. We are so happy to see our numbers go up out here. It's amazing. And uh, we will. And if there's anything you want us to talk about, uh, if you're here in the CNMI and you are listening to this show, and if you made it this far, then that's awesome. Um, hit me up. Maybe we could have you on the show. So just let me know. Um, and we'll see you guys next week.